Perhaps you have been lost this whole time, but it's been nine, ten days. And if you're in Austin, Texas, you're thinking to yourself, where's my favorite weather podcast? How will I know if it's hot today? I know. But hot tip. Didn't mean to make a pun over there, but here we are. Hot tip from me to you. From now on, the weather is going to be H-O-T-T here in ATX. Welcome to the Sick Palette Podcast. I'm your host, Deepa Shreether. I'm back. Did you miss me? Um, I think either you have completely turned this podcast off at this point or you have screamed yes in your phone, to your phone. I appreciate that. Um, it's been a doozy. So uh, I had I had literally just a a series of unfortunate events. Uh, like that the that book I want to say that was like written by someone named like you know William Spricker Spooner. Do you guys remember a series? Who wrote a series? <laughs> a series of unfortunate events. Come on, Wi-Fi. Don't fail me now. Well, it was adopted to... Uh, oh, Daniel Handler. Yeah, pen name Lemony Snicket. See, I was... I I knew, you know, this is... This is... This is... Uh, a certain demographic that will do something like this, you know, they'll be like, ah, wouldn't it be great if my name was like Snoodle Woofer? And you're like, okay, okay, I, I got you. And and everything is kind of sort of, you know, like fake, fake American Gothic a little. I mean, I, I love the aesthetic. It gets us all right. It's like, it's like Tim Burton sideways or something you know uh why are we talking about oh because i had just a series of unfortunate events uh and coupled coupled with with the world being just honestly a bit too dark and a bit too sad and listen i get it spoiler alert the world is always dark and sad but sometimes it just can get to you and, and it was it was tough to be like, well, this is what I think about orange wines, you know. But we're back. We're back and um this week, so this podcast episode is gonna be dropping Monday morning. And then you're gonna get another weekly podcast because I'm I'm playing a little bit of catch up. Um and yeah, I mean, from now on, you're you're gonna see a you're gonna see a consistent, a consistent amount of content hitting, hitting that Substack, or or at your weekly general podcast that's hitting the Spotify. Um, this is going to be wine review adjacent, slightly with a little bit of um sort of sort of an upcoming events it's like an it's an update podcast let's call it that it's an update podcast on what's going on in the in the sick palette word world and the sick palette 
uh, world worlds uh, that we're excited about. By we, I mean me. And by mean, I mean, I mean us. Can you tell it's Sunday night for me? <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little wacky here, okay? Um, I want to get into it. Let's get into it. So uh, I would like to talk to you guys about the fact that we are we are getting so close to official summer, but I it's summer. It's summer. It's summer, it's hitting, it's hot. Um, and y'all know I've been loving my Loire Valley white wines. But but another grape, another grape has crept has crept in there, y'all. And I would like to talk about Romato style wine. Oh my, 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 my. Let's talk about it. Um, I also love this uh, wine because I feel like as it gets hotter and hotter, and here in Austin, Texas, it gets hot as fuck. Um, as it gets hotter and hotter, your your taste buds need a little bit more tang, you know. This is this is where this is where your tamarinds, your tamarind uh, style flavored stuff comes in handy. Um, but you need a little bit more tang, especially because I feel in the Austin heat, two things happen: you will just be sweating constantly. Like as soon as you hit outside, give it five seconds, you are drenched. You're drenched in sweat. Um, it's sticky and slightly breezy. Um, and if you are drinking wine on a rooftop somewhere, um, you want something that's going to be able to battle the elements with you while still giving you a, a cool citrus finish. You know, um, listen... You know, you know, I love my liquid marble Loire Valley situation where you get smooth vanilla lemon all up in it. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous thing. However, when the heat gets real, you need something where your taste buds still can hang on to something. You need you need something to stick, stick around, you know, otherwise you're just going to be like drenched in your own sweat. And and it, 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 it's just going to make it hard to taste something. And you need something impervious to the elements. This is where we come in with the Romata-style wine. What is a Romata-style wine? You must be thinking to yourself right at this point. Um, you are not without internet, except you have downloaded this podcast, so you have not been able to look it up. It is a historically Italian-style of uh, basically making a skin contact wine. It's a skin contact wine. Um, and I know you're thinking to yourself, okay, so it's like an orange wine. Yes and no. Yes and no. This is where it gets a little bit technical. I had to like read like three to four different things because I was like, okay, I think they're just trying to call it an orange wine. But it's just, it's it's very specific, okay? So uh, it's a skin contact that has to happen with the Pinot Grigio, slash Pinot Gris, 
Uh, it's called Ramato because it comes from the word rain, which means copper in Italian, and it has a, a copper color. Um, it is essentially like a mutated version of the Pinot Noir grape. So it is a, it's a Pinot grape. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's Italian through, I guess, grafting from like centuries, 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 you know how it goes. Wine's old y'all. Um, so it's skin contact, but it, it differs from rosés because rosés come from typically darker grapes and orange wines come from like white grapes, not a white mutation of Pinot Noir. So what is really wonderful about this type of wine, it's like drinking a cold orange wine version of Pinot Noir. Uh, um, so you get a little bit of pepper finish. Um, and instead of getting maybe like a bold, a bold like berry slash chocolate, little bit of tamarind, you get instead like a lighter version that gives you bold apricot. Um, and, and it's still really great with tamarind. It, it gives you, in fact, I think even more of that. It is, it's tang. It's tang. <laughs> Though, have, have y'all recently tried tang? And, and you know that I like to think about wine as a Gatorade, Capri Sun, or tang because I am a sophisticated human being. This is tang, okay? This is a kick in the glass. <laughs> Don't go away, okay? Stick around. <laughs> It is. It's it's tangy. By the way, tang was never tangy. Tang was just sweet. It was sweet. I think they put one vitamin C, like gummy bear, and like let it kind of dilute and then dehydrate within the the gloop, the gloop of chemicals that made tang. And then they powdered it, and they were like, "Here it is, guys. It's a kick in the glass. Get your vitamin C. It is." mostly sugar. Um, but this is really a kick in the glass. And I think we need to find a way to talk about Ramada style wines as a kick in the glass. You know, one might say, is this plagiarism? No. And I'm saying this right now. No. <laughs> also, I have no money, so I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so, I'm going to come up with a Ramada list because I've tried a few. There's some that I really love. Um, and I, I feel like I just, I'm still in the honeymoon version. I'm trying to learn from, from past podcasts um, when I really love a style of wine. I want to try a whole lot more. So let's say in July. In July... After tasting a few of these bad boys, we come up with a with a pretty good list. Um, it's I would say the notes are it's got a little bit I find to be a pleasantly chalky finish, tiny bit. It kind of it sticks with you, like I said. 
you know, it's not something that's going to have like a completely clean finish at the same time. It, it is strangely refreshing. It's, it's like a, it's a summer Pinot Noir. Um, incredible because of that, that sort of mutation and variety from the Pinot grape. It, it is so perfect for all things tamarind. Maybe this is why I love it because I can just, I can just see it now. Oh, the other day, so my friend Alex, who will be on the podcast at some point, um, he, his family grows these incredible tomatoes. And um, I had just made a batch of rose salt. That recipe and newsletter is coming soon, soon, soon. Probably this week, maybe next week. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. But anyways, um, I wanted to try it out. So we cut some tomatoes, put some rose salt on it with a little bit of lime. I was like, oh, my God. Jesus. It was so good. And um, I think we actually had a little bit of the Ramada-style wine with it. And that was a match made in heaven. I hate to say it. I hate to be the one to say it because... um, I have I have no problem like marinating um tomatoes in in a delicious vinegary juice and making like something out of it but um this this came close to me understanding why people really enjoy using words like vegan ceviche together. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's not a ceviche. <laughs> It's it's vegetables that are, that are marinated and that are delicious. I mean, maybe it is. I'm not trying to knock it. You know, I get it, and it's it's cool. But <laughs> but I was like, man, if we put a little bit of vinegar up in this or a lot more lime juice on these tomatoes and thinly sliced it, I would definitely serve it to a bunch of ladies that are wearing like tank tops that are saying Namaste on it. You know. <laughs> And be like, with with a little bit of Ramada style, get out of here. If you do own a Namaste shirt, this is a great opportunity for you to throw it in the trash. Just do it. Listen. Or use it, you know what? You know what? To, to kind of dissuade you from... I, it doesn't make you a racist to wear namaste but it makes you racist adjacent you know what i mean but what you can do uh to honor my people is you can cut that shirt up into shreds and use it as um as like a duster for your house that that is something that a great immigrant likes to do um that is paying respect to the shirt itself the shirt materials um, then you can throw it, but, um, yeah, just throw it away, <laughs> you know, and, and also while you're throwing it away, make a promise to yourself and the air around you, uh, that you will not call yourself a yogi anymore because you are not, you aren't, you aren't, I know some of you might be very upset right now. You are not a yogi. You're not. You're not. If you own a shirt that says Namaste, 
Um, and you are just someone who does yoga. That's all, that's all it is. I, I, you're not a yogi. You're not. Okay, you, if you live in a house with air conditioning, if you are drinking a Ramada-style wine, you are not a yogi. It's, 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 it's quite difficult to be one. Uh, and they are not wearing Namaste shirts. But vegan ceviche, I can see it. What else would I drink with the, I mean, what else would I eat with a Ramada-style wine? <laughs> um, now all I can think of are different, quote-unquote, vegan ceviches. This took a turn, and now my brain can't think of anything else other than more more versions of the thing I never want to make. And this is what happens. I get into it, you know, and then I'm like, well, actually, I wouldn't mind. And this is, this is actually maybe just my love of potato chips. I wouldn't mind a vegan ceviche, like tomato basically macerating from the uh, rose salt, adding lots of lime, and then crushing. Okay. Okay, guys, guys, it's getting good. It's getting good. Crushing like a bunch of potato chips right on top of it for a little bit of crunch. Oh, my God. I think actually eventually we're making a sandwich is what I'm hearing. And then making like instead of a balsamic like vinegar on top, you make like a a deeply concentrated like tamarind black pepper. Maybe maybe mix the tamarind and the black pepper with a little bit of like sherry vinaigrette. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, now we're cooking. Right on top of your potato chips um and a few fermented chilies on top. Then take all of that, put some mayo on some bread and some lettuce and some bacon and make yourself a BLT. It's going to be gorgeous. It's perfect. Perfect sandwich right there. My god. If, if there was a superpower that like if there was a contest for the most useless superpowers mine would be that I can make a sandwich out of anything at any point I can do it I can I can get you I am six degrees away from a sandwich at all times I don't know what scenario that is helpful but that is something I can do six degrees or less so can I put that on a CV is that is that helping? Do you think if I add that to a LinkedIn, that's that's gonna get a few hits, you know? But anyways, yeah, at least at least do the tomatoes because there's so many tomatoes. It's tomato season. Shout out to my fave farmers in Austin, Texas. Thank you so much for always Instagramming where you'll be at which farmers market. I've been getting some great 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 tomatoes already it's it's been beautiful a beautiful tomato season um but yeah make yourself a vegan tomato ceviche (laughs) uh and top that with potato chips i'm telling you top that with potato chips it will be some rose salt once you get the recipe and um some tamarind some black pepper Pour yourself a Ramada style, Ramato. I'm starting to say Ramada. It is not Ramada. It is Ramato style wine. Chill it, of course. Also, I don't know if we talked about that. This is another. This is another um, 
cooler wine, okay? So if you are in the great state of Texas, I know government sucks, but it's still the great state of Texas. The people don't suck. It's the government. Um, some of the people suck, but most of them don't. Um, get yourself a cooler. You're outside. Oh, my cat just slammed um, the door, my bedroom door. I guess he's not a fan of me podcasting on a Sunday night. Well, you know, we're all, we're all doing our best, okay? Um, get yourself a cooler. Fill it. Fill it with, with um, some bandelouve, which is still, still, like, still up there, y'all. It's still doing the numbers. Um, and fill it with some Ramada-style wines. And once you have a list that will be provided in a month, let's say a month, Let's do it before the 4th of July because, oh, yes, this is what I would like to be drinking on the 4th of July. This is the wine I can get down with. Okay, I can do that. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're all done for this, this first beginning of the week podcast. Like I said, coming up on the feed, you are going to be getting... Uh, a newsletter, probably Wednesday, Thursday. Then you're getting another weekly podcast. Um, and then the week after, uh, might be putting out an interview podcast, but I will let you guys know. Um, and there's some other exciting things I can't yet talk about. Every time I think I can, I can't, but things are happening. Stick around. Thank you guys so much. Um, for letting me have my very impromptu um, hiatus. Bagheera is now actively climbing the door on the other side. A, a true horror film is happening. Um, anyways, thank you guys for, for letting me have my break. And uh, I'm back. We're back. Let's do this. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon.